Hello, welcome to episode four of Deep Thoughts with Corky. Today we are going to talk solely about my favorite place in the world, which is Quick Trip. If you don't live in Wisconsin or Minnesota, I don't know why you would be listening to this, but if you don't and you don't know what Quick Trip is, it is a gas station. And why would someone be that obsessed with the gas station, you ask? It's actually the best store, the best restaurant, the best coffee shop. Gas is just a byproduct of the awesomeness there. And I have been obsessed with Quick Trip for, I don't know, maybe like 10 years. But recently, I decided to kick it up a notch. My dream job has always been Quick Trip. And to work at a gas station, you might ask, why would that un- why would that possibly be your dream job? Well, my real job is as a software engineering manager, and it's filled with a lot of stress, a lot of decisions that have high consequences if they're wrong, a lot of frustration of people not doing what they're supposed to and so all I dream about all day that I'm at work at that work is I just want a place where I have no stress and no real consequences and just happy surroundings and that's embodied in quick trip so I decided to so For the past, like, I don't know, long time, I've been just wanting to either win the lottery, win Survivor and get a million dollars, or have some way that I wouldn't need an actual income so that I could just work at Quick Trip, since obviously you get paid basically minimum wage. Can't do that for my real job. And then I was thinking, okay, fine, let me just pay off the house quick, maybe retire, like in quotes, air quotes, retire, meaning just quit my day job and do fun jobs. And then I was thinking, I like to spend a lot of money. I'm never going to retire. And maybe I might die. I already told you I'm a hypochondriac. So I could die next year and I would never have my dream job. So I decided time is of the essence. So I applied and I wish I got to find the letter that I sent to them when I sent my resume or application or whatever I did because it's probably really funny saying how I will be working here. I will be your best employee ever. You are going to be sorry if you don't hire me. I don't know what I said. I got to find that. But anyway, I started and now I've been working there for about two months. Not very much. I work maybe one or two days a week and I'm working in a little bit today, which is what inspired this discussion. So things that I've learned from working at Quick Trip. I'm not really stressed out by working there. Like I thought I have been dreaming about just having to worry about remembering, did you get gas today? Well, there is a level of stress that comes with Quick Trip that I was not expecting. And the stress is there are so many ways that I could get fired. I am most certainly going to be getting fired from Quick Trip at some point because there's so many things that you have to do right. Well, let's just start with the register. That seems pretty simple. So you have to ask if they get gas. First of all, I did that wrong because you can't say, did you get gas? Because then people think of digestion problems. So I got corrected um, to say, do you have fuel today? Never thought about that before. 
every all of us wear these ear plugs not earplugs but like these little headsets so that if you need to radio a question to somebody or if there becomes too long of a line you say hey can I have some help and somebody else comes up and opens another register whatever little did I know those little ear things are also used as a secret microphone so the manager sits in the back room and randomly without telling you I don't even know how often this happens they record or they listen in spy to what you're saying and there's like a checklist of five things that you have to do with every single customer and they mark it off they listen for like five customers and they mark off check marks if you say all five things every single customer and if you don't you get in trouble that I forgot sometimes you have to greet them which that's kind of obvious I do that usually every time you have to suggestive sell which means like ask them if they want donuts which I was always annoyed when they asked that if I wanted donuts don't you think I would have gotten donuts but I have to do it and so I thought that would be fun to be creative but it's actually not that fun you have to ask them if they got fuel, of course. You have to say thank you, and you have to say see you next time. And if you don't do all five things, you get in trouble. So I've gotten, I barely work, as I've told you, and I've gotten checked on that twice, and both times I screwed up something. Dang it! The other thing is, your register can never have too many 20s in it so you could get robbed so every time you have at least $200 you're supposed to do something special called a safe drop and take the money out well randomly they can come up to your register and say let me see your register and then they count your 20s and if you're over 200 you get in trouble and okay I'm no, I'm not stressed but I'm like trying to figure out how to work the register it's super busy I'm trying to remember all my five things I'm getting feedback that I screwed up on that already I forget to look at the register I'm just trying to count the right change man so twice I've gotten that checked and I failed both times pretty soon my oh she's new is gonna wear out I don't know if I'd get fired for that necessarily but there's other things that you could get fired for so if someone has a drive off, they get fuel and then they leave and don't pay for it, you're blamed. So that's recorded. You could, um, the food. So I just recently learned how to do the kitchen. And there is the biggest part of the kitchen is the waste percentage. So the more people buy, the easier that makes your percentage of waste. Waste being if you set out too much food, there's a time limit of two hours. And if that time limit runs out, you have to throw it away. You cannot eat it. If you eat the waste, you get fired. If you don't count the waste properly, like you have to put it, you have to record what specific things are thrown away when, you get fired. So if that waste percentage, like if I throw away $2 and I have sold $10 worth, that percentage you're judged on, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, and it's personal. So some people have higher waste because they're way too zealous with the cooking. Some people have lower waste, but also low sales because they're too scared to get waste and so they don't cook that much food. Oh my goodness. So the stress level is, I would prefer this stress again over my other job. This is still real shallow, like I don't care that much, but it makes you a little bit on edge. So a couple other funny stories about Quick Trip. Number one, 
I've again I haven't worked there very long so I haven't had that many funny stories but there's some real doozies that come in there so one guy it was like 11 in the morning and he comes in and he's clearly drunk and he's way too friendly at the register and he's buying a single rose fake rose they sell fake roses there no I think it was real it must have been real but it was a single rose and he's giving me all these compliments and I'm just like yeah whatever leave and he leaves and then he comes back like five minutes later I'm like oh what'd you forget he wants scissors to cut the end of his stem off so of course I don't know where the scissors are I just started looking all behind the front desk and the biggest thing at Quick Trip as you probably know if you're a customer is they thrive on customer service which is nice I love it Still, Quick Trip is my best place ever. So I'm trying to go above and beyond. You want scissors? I'll find you some scissors. So I go in the office, I go in the kitchen, I go in the back room, can't find the scissors. Finally, I found some. Meanwhile, I'm walking around the whole store carrying this single rose. Finally find some, snip off the end of his stem. He has followed me, and so we're like meeting halfway through the store, like by the pop coolers. And I'm like, here you go. He's like, wow, that was a really lot of effort. And then he leans forward with his eyes closed and his lips perched. And he's like, kiss? A kiss for getting you scissors? That's disgusting. Let's First of all, let's just talk about his appearance. He's like 55, way skinnier than me, bald glasses, and he was wearing a vest. I don't have things about against vests, actually, but in this case, I do have something against it. And so I was like really awkward. I'm like, um, <laughs> why don't you just save that kiss for whoever's getting this rose? And then I immediately wanted to slap myself across the face because it's setting him up for, oh God, is now he's going to try and give me this rose. But luckily I somehow got away from him and then he left and I never saw him again. Whew. Next funny story was about this girl who was trying to buy cigarettes. Buying cigarettes is really amazing cigarettes and lottery tickets i had no idea these people come in that definitely don't look like they are rich and then they buy like three twenty dollar scratch off lottery tickets a carton of cigarettes and a big bag of tobacco and their bill comes to like eighty dollars for nothing they're wasting eighty dollars and if you aren't rich how many good things could you spend that $80 on? So anyway, this lady was one of those. She was buying cigarettes. I don't know if she was buying scratch-off lottery tickets or what, but she looked young, and so me being the newbie, I got to make sure. Oh, that's another re- reason you could get fired is if you don't card person a person. I asked her for her ID. She takes out her wallet, empties her wallet, takes out all the cards, can't find her ID, empties her pockets. All this crap is accumulating on the counter. Meanwhile, somehow the discussion turns to the bag that she's got under her jacket, like a colostomy bag, and she's talking about all these health problems, why she has this colostomy bag, and she's like 25 or less, I don't know, and I'm just really distracted by this whole situation. Then she's like, oh, I think I left it in the bathroom. She leaves her big pile of all these random things that were in her wallet purse and pockets and goes to find her ID in the bathroom and meanwhile I'm just like why do you even go to the bathroom you've got a colostomy bag I don't know how those things work but 
Anywho, she got her cigarettes, and I just really wanted to give her a life coaching session. And then the third funny story, not really funny, it was kind of scary. So my availability is limited since I have a family and I have work full time and I whatever, have sports and do other stuff. So one of the options that I gave them for when I can work is Friday nights. My kids do sleepovers now or they go to the football game or my husband hunts. And so I'm an empty nester. I got to find something to fill my time. So I'm there on Friday nights. But you think about gas stations on Friday nights, it can get a little dicey. Well, in this case, it did last Friday. I was working with two random people because we, I guess, were short on people. And so all the quick trips share workers. And so one was from Ladysmith, one was from Shatek. They don't work at the Rice Lake store. They were like loner people. Both like freshmen in college. So they're like 19 years old and... One was a girl, and one was a guy, and this dude came in, so she was probably, they were both 19, and this dude came in who was probably like 30 or more, and he was checking out, she was ringing him up at the register, and he's like, I'm going to take you out to dinner tonight, and she's like, um, (laughs) like awkward, no thanks, he's like, nope, I'll be here, what time are you done with your shift, I'm taking you out to dinner, everybody wants a free meal. And he was not attractive, let's just say that. And also creepy. Um, And so she kept kind of rejecting him, and he's like, when are you done? And so she said, 9 o'clock, which she was done at 8. So that was kind of smart. Good job. Well, he comes back in an hour later, and he's um, asking again, like, when are you done? Starts talking to the guy. Starts asking the guy, where can I buy drugs? And I didn't witness any of this. I was in the cooler for hours putting all the pop away. But they were telling me about this later. Asking the guy where he can buy drugs. Asking the guy when he gets done with work. And then, again, telling the girl, I'm picking you up. We're going out to dinner. I'll be at the bar until then. Blah, blah, blah. So then I was talking to these kids after this guy left for the second time. And they were freaked out. This guy sitting in his white Ram truck in the parking lot waiting for the girl. And it became to be 8 o'clock, and he thought she got done at 9. He was going to wait there for an hour, but she's like, oh, my God, I'm scared. What am I going to do? So she called a guy friend to come pick her up because she didn't want to, I don't know, walk to her car or whatever. And then the other guy was left here with me, the one he was going to buy drugs from, even though that kid was also freaked out. And so he told the guy he got done at 10. He really got done at 9. I also got done at 9. Luckily, the ram was gone. I told the third shift shift people when they came in, I'm like, there's a dicey guy. Um, Watch out. He might be coming back at 10 to try and whatever. Who knows? Look for one of these two kids. And they're like, yeah, that guy is here a lot. He actually started dating one of the other kids girls that work here and I was just like mental eye roll I don't even know I guess it's a good story but it was it's just so many things there's just so many interesting things I feel like my whole podcast might turn toward quick trip in in the future because there's just so many things to dissect but anyway we're out of time for today plus I have to go to quick trip pretty soon so that's the end of episode four thanks for listening